Hello and welcome back to Don't Worry, Stay Tuned. I'm here with my co-host Tosin and this is Yemi. You can follow us at Don't Worry, Stay Tuned on Instagram or at DW Stay Tuned on Twitter. What did you do for Valentine's Day? <laughs> you asked because you know what I did. I posted it on Instagram. I see your Instagram story. Wow, oh yeah, you don't have Instagram anymore. I did a face mask, I did a hair mask. Oh, I did see that. Mm-hmm. I know I you did. That. I know you did. Okay. You did a, I did a face mask, I did a hair mask, I ate a salmon burger, which was provided by you. Thank you. Gang, gang. Bought myself some ice cream. I watched my mom get her toenails done. Wow. And, yeah, that was weird. How eventful. I chugged cough syrup and watched Catherine Ryan. She's oh. one of my favorite comedians. She's hilarious. That's She's a Canadian comedian. Treat yourself, girl. That's like... No, it is like a treat yourself, a Galentine's, it's, but just me day. I mean, it's my good. Galentine's day last year was way better. It was me and my roommate, Disha. We made pasta. We bought we bought uh, whiskey to take shots of. Got a giant bottle of uh, wine each for Valentine's Day. We watched Harry Potter. Binge Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, that's good. <laughs> it's good. Like I'm, I feel like so, you want me to ask you what you did no. for your Valentine's Day. I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. I won't force you. Okay, let's go on to the next topic. Okay, what did you do for your Valentine's Day? I went to work, so that was not what nice. What did you come home you to? You would think that people would stay home. No, so this is funny. So I worked on Valentine's Day, and I worked the next day, too. And I knew the next day everyone was coming for the plan B. Boy, was I right. <laughs> like, I called out this one couple. I was like, oh, I was like, you picking up? Dang, I'm telling what I do. Whatever. They was like, you picking up? They and they're like, no. And then I was like, she's like, I'm here for it. And I was like, oh, I got you, girl. <laughs> so then I had to give it. Because where I was at, they hold it in the pharmacy behind the counter. Mm-hmm. So then literally 10 seconds later, another couple walks up. But only the girl. And the guy's like wandering around looking like he's looking for something in the yeah, aisle. Honestly. And I was like, no, no, no. You come in and enjoy and bask in this moment with her, too. It takes two to tango. You're going to stand at this register and be embarrassed with her. Give me your card. Swipe your card. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, she was definitely paying. I was, I was going to say that. I was like, oh, you're not paying. But I was like, let me not be all up in her business. I was like, oh, so yeah, Valentine's Day was lit lit. See you next Valentine's Day. They were like so because they they were young too, so they were like just laughing and it was funny. By young, you mean like my age? Yeah, like probably like I would say early twenties, like nineteen. Okay. Early twenties or whatever. But Uh, um, young dumb broke. Yeah, and that pill's not cheap. But yeah, so I was like, I know I'm gonna sell a bunch of it, and that happened. I love what I love what people realize how much Plan B is, and you're like, it's. I realized (laughs) when I was in college, not for my own use, for my friends' use. I mean, I've also had people going back to that. Like a guy was like, "How much is that Plan B?" And I was like, "It's this much," and he was like, "Uh, yeah, we gonna be alright. I'm not gonna get it." And they just had a baby, so she, it was just a lot going on. Anyways. Wow. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I came home, and I had lots of surprises that I came home to. Now I, like, bought a mat, and it was like, I was, like, backing into the garage, and there was, like, a balloon, and it was red, so I didn't see it. But then I saw it, and then there was a mat that was, like, home is wherever I'm with you. And then it had our names on it. And then there's a bunch of balloons. And then, like, this, like, thing that says our love story is, like, the beautiful whatever, my favorite, and a rose that come upstairs. And then there was, like, a plate that said brunches in the fridge. And then 
I go upstairs like, oh, what else is there? So I open the bedroom door and there's like more balloons and a bouquet of roses and like cupcakes and this big old teddy bear and all these balloons. So it was real nice. And it's funny just because since I had to work, it wasn't like we were actually celebrating, but it was nice to have all that surprise. And so this weekend we're actually going out to dinner and I don't know. For everyone who didn't vomit during that lovely awestruck story. <laughs> You're rude. You're very rude. I'm very much a cynical when it comes to Valentine's Day. No, she's like, it's supposed to be like, I don't know. In her mind, it's like one way where it's like, I guess technically Valentine's Day is, it's not, but it's for the girl. And people debate this. So let's debate this real quick. Is it for the girl, for the guy? Like, or the girl, the girl, the guy, the guy, whatever. It's for like, no one. It's for the chocolate industry to sell chocolate. Yeah, but like, all right, so I, okay, so in most scenarios, people are like, should you get a guy a Valentine's Day gift? And it's like, people say that Sex. Valentine's Day is for the girl because girls are affectionate all the time. So this is the one time for the guy to be affectionate. So in that regards, it's like, oh, it no, makes sense. No, I think it's, um, if you're going to celebrate it, celebrate it both ways. If you're right. not going to celebrate it, don't celebrate it. Great for you. Right. I just, that's just my opinion on it. Like, yeah. You know, so she was like, "You don't have to give me anything." Everyone, da, 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 da. everyone should be affectionate every day. Yeah, which is true. But I don't know. Valentine's Day is like her really favorite thing, and I, it was my first time having one. So I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Lonely. I got. You were so lonely. I wasn't even that lonely. I mean, I was probably bitter. Like last year. Oh, you were definitely. I, excuse me. No, last I was on year. The phone with you. you were very I wasn't better. bitter last year. Last year it was my first day of working. Like I had been training, and I was like, "All right, I'm starting this day because it was like my self love to me. Ooh, I'm grown and independent with my big. No, I'm job. talking about previous years. You're forgetting who your sister is. Nah, I was... <laughs> wow, I remember what I gotta talk to you about now. That'll be later. But, yeah, other years it was, like, dumb stuff. I remember vividly the year before that. But, um, yeah, so I bought her a surprise. And, yeah. And then, yeah, so... I was trying to get okay. Erica Badu tickets, but the anthem? I don't think I like that venue. I heard bad unpopular, things about it. Unpopular opinion, I saw Erica Badu in concert. <laughs> yeah, especially she's for, funny. The, for the money. I'm like, eh. she's she's real funny. <laughs> for how much the tickets are? It's not like, a stand-up eh. show though. It's a it's a music show. Yeah, so. but I got her something else. So I mean, that's nice. But I'm just glad you didn't blow your money on Erica Badu tickets. I mean, I, mean, that's I really asked unpopular. her yesterday if you wanted to go. I mean, I mean, but the ticket, the seats that are left I mean, aren't I'm really speaking. good. I let you talk, and now you're cutting me off. Thank you. Um, you showed you shared your experience. I wanted to share mine about the Erica Badu concert. I don't want to know your experience about the Erica Badu concert. I'm just mm, saying. I didn't want to know about your Valentine's Day. I already knew about it. That's me being salty. Ugh. We'll backtrack. I don't know. More of the story is. The Anthem is a venue that has, like, mixed reviews. It's, like, new in D.C. came up, like, last the end of last year. But they say the view is crappy. Like, they have poles and places I mean, and we've stuff. been to crappy venues, though. But I'm like, if I'm going to spend money, I mean, I'd rather be able to see it. Like, in my mind, I'm like, were, is it I better? I you were more okay with this venue. When we went to go see Five Seconds of Summer, you were more okay just because you had liquor in you at that point. No, but that was an open space venue. That was outside. No, we were inside a club. And oh, the Fillmore. Oh, the Fillmore. And there was like a, a, a bar, like a, a steady oh, thing yeah. right in front yeah, of Yeah, that's because we, we didn't come on time. That's different. This is reserved seating. When, when it's like standing room, 
everyone knows you got that's why i don't try to go to those i try to get a table i love those nah because i'm not coming favorite. early I, but, I love coming early and then i'm always in the front because i always elbow my way to the front yeah i'm not aggressive like that so oh, i'd rather like if it's a, gonna be a general mission i'll be like do you guys have bottle service in a table i want to do that wow but or i'll just get like regular seating this is like, I saw a TV show about this. It was about the have and have not. Those who live above the line and those who live below the line. Right now, you're above the line with your bottle service. And I'm it's below actually, the line it's with actually, my general admissions. No, you'll actually be surprised that it's... I don't want to say it's, it's affordable. Don't say it's affordable. Because I've seen the it's, prices you've paid. You haven't... Strome? Strome, I didn't have... Um, Oh yeah, that was uh -huh. actually affordable though. How much was it? So people can gauge what affordable is to you and your pharmacist. Okay, salary. so this was even before I was a pharmacist, so don't do that. So the thing about it was, yeah, what was nice about wild. Listen, what was nice about it was you get to like walk in whenever you want. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to be early because you know what section you're sitting at, and like so basically, table places will do like packages where it's, you have to have eight people to a table. It's eight hundred dollars. If you were to do that, that's $100 a person. That's a ticket for something. But because it was only me and Lou, um, I was like, I only have two people. They're like, okay, we'll cut it for this amount. I've paid $125 to go see a show at the Verizon Center. So if you think about that, that's $150 a person. What you're actually... And then I got money back because you have to buy a bottle when you're at the table. So because it was only me and her, we bought a bottle and like one mixed drink. The, the bottle was $150 and the mixed drink was like whatever. So I ended up getting what i didn't pay back like they say you have to spend 300 minimum but i got whatever was left so essentially i didn't pay for a ticket to see him i just paid for a bottle and i had a nice few seats that i didn't have to worry about standing room or anything but who could he see you i was impressed how does that compare to okay you've seen him twice once in general admission once in bottle service which one was better for you um to me honestly it was the bottle service because at that point i just got to like enjoy the music and do my thing we were kind of close when we saw him the first time we were front row but my iphone 6 came in the mail and i didn't get it so i couldn't record anything good so <laughs> i was upset at that point and people were like about me a little bit like i liked having that freedom to just have space and in general mission when you're up there you don't want to leave because then you'll lose your spot and like you said, I, I like to like, drink at shows. You're just not. You're. Just, I. I think it's because I'm just like I'm okay with being aggressive, especially because a lot of the shows that I go to are very feely shows. Like people are like, you make friends fast. Yeah. You get your drink. I come. Or you. I come early. I get my drinks early, so like I'm already like filling myself, and I have a drink in hand for when the show actually starts. And then by that time, I'm don't need to go to the go because if I get if I go get more drinks at that point, I'm just gonna want to use the bathroom and it's, I'm gonna miss something, which is gonna make me upset. Mm -hmm. So, I've already gotten my drinking and my bathroom out early, and then I have one drink to sustain me throughout the show, which I really don't need because I'm paying attention to the artists mostly. Yeah. You know? So I mean, you seem like you've gotten it down to a science. I'm going to two general admission shows. Yeah, you, this, Jacob Banks. I went Jacob back and Banks. listened to the last episode, so, yeah. Yeah, I love him. You were trying to cook me for... I was. I wanted to go see Hosier. He's actually coming to D.C. But you're going to be in <laughs> New York anyway, so... I'm not going to be in New York when he comes to D.C. I just can't afford tickets. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm going to see Jacob Banks, and I'm going to go see Scotty Sire. And Scotty Sire, for the general admission show, I have meet and greet tickets on top of it. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm so just in a different So I'm already going to see them and talk to them and take pictures with them. So I don't need to. It's not like I need to, like, you know. You know what? <laughs> it's not like I need to um, sit and be comfortable. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just depending on what you're looking for when you go to a show. Yeah. You want to be close and see. I want. I'm also the kind of person to go to shows by myself. Like, I mean, I've done that. That also sucks because I had to wait in the freezing cold by myself. Didn't want to lose my place in line. Just make friends. I mean, this one lady was like, oh my gosh, we heard you look so cold. Do you want to sit in our car? I don't know you, ma'am. If was she white? Yeah. She was trying to kidnap you. It was okay. Pittsburgh. They're from out of town. Their kids were in line, mm. and they said they were at the casino. Yeah, that sounds suspicious. Yeah, it that was a black like a, SUV. A get out situation. So, so I just didn't get in. I was like, oh my god, thank I'm you. I'm so glad you didn't. Yeah, I just stood thank there the frozen. Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, so All right, let's actually get to the show. Sorry, yeah, you probably like, chop that. Oh yeah, it's been like a while. We haven't even done our culture vote. What's your culture vote for this? So my culture vote, lady and gentlemen, is she. Lady. Are, I said lady. My bad. Ladies. <sighs> she's our super queen. Super queen. Y'all know what that is? That is RuPaul's Drag Race theme song right now. I finally, finally, finally. Can you just let me put it in and you not sing it? Don't butcher Ru- RuPaul. Okay. She's a super queen. She's a super queen. Um, so I finally got to um watch the finale of RuPaul's um, Drag Race All-Star, All-Star Season 4. I was very conflicted as a black woman because there were... Three women of color and one white woman in the top four. Mm-hmm. And I like the white woman, if I'm being honest. And if I was I'm like... Being, who's the white woman? I can't remember. Trinity the Tuck. Oh, Trinity. And then there was Monique Hart, have, Monique ooh. Exchange, and Naomi Smalls. I don't like Naomi mm-hmm. Smalls because she shaded um, Manila, Manila Luzon. Uh-huh. So I was like, whatever. You don't deserve to be in top. I'm not really for Trinity for why? personal reasons. Oh, Why? Because I've worked on stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's... Out of all four of them, she slayed consistently. Her looks on the runway were always, like, popping. And so I was conflicted because I was, like, the last three all-star... Because I I went back and watched season three. And to me, um, Trixie... I forget her name. Mattel. Trixie Mattel. I didn't want her to win. I wanted Angela to win. But Angela didn't make it to top two, unfortunately. It was Angela... It was Trixie and... Yeah. Okay. Angela. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Go back and watch. She deserved to win, but, um, yeah. I so. think I'm mixing up Angela and Shangela. Shangela. Figure it out like Nancy Drew. Catch up quick like Hallelujah. I was going to okay. Shangela. Yes. Shangela. I, I wanted her to wholeheartedly win. She's just so pretty, and she was, she, I thought, made a lot of progress. But Shangela is ethereal. Whatever. So I was like, the last three have been white. Um, according to the read, Monet Exchange and Monique Hart went home early on their season. I think they were on the latest season. So I was like, I'm supposed to be rooting for them. But to me, Monet Exchange, like, she's not, she don't slay like I want her to slay. Like, I know they said in her season her outfits were way crappier than they were in All-Star. But I, I still think she had, like, the worst outfits. Like, even in her final um, lip sync, oh, her outfits, like, I'm like, you know what song you're lip syncing to. Pick a look that goes with that. She don't never do that. So... Um, I was torn, but um, they ended up both winning. So then, so, spoiler alert, well, it's been out for like two, three weeks now. So I'm like, mm, that was anticlimactic because now it's like, it, it feels like it took away something from one or the other for me. But that's my culture vote because I'm I'm live now. I tell you this because the new season of Not All Stars, just playing RuPaul's Drag Race, starts February 28th. So I think you're going to get this episode before them. So literally, 
guys watch the episode it's so good like i don't know what about it, it makes me feel like damn i think i want to do drag yeah or maybe just because they could beat their face and i can't I mean, also sign out i just dropped mad bread at sephora yesterday okay i'm done like 360 dollars a lot sis you had a 300 dollars gift card yeah so it was okay but i i was like who do i think i am did you send did you give me anything what wow okay <laughs> $360 and nothing for your sister. Uh, I love RuPaul. I was a drag race. I love Snatch Game. Snatch Game is my favorite thing that they do. It's the one where they dress up like... I know what you want to... Yeah. Oh, well, you can tell the viewers. It's. It, I know I've made it in life once someone on RuPaul reenacts me on Snatch Game. Like, that's when I know that I, <laughs> I've made it, that I'm, I've reached iconic status. Think about the people who have been recreated on Snatch Game. I came late to the game, so I haven't seen, like... Oh, you have got... That's my... It's I my haven't favorite seen Oprah. Part. Done. It's my favorite... It's my favorite part about it. Like, I love... Like, obviously, I love the looks. I love lip syncing for your life. I love all the, the tea, the shade, all of it. But Snatch Game is my favorite, and I want to be recreated on Snatch Game. I think, what's the one? I don't like when they do like the first roast at the beginning, like sh- like the shade one. I like the mm-hmm. one when it's like someone's like pretend to be dead and they're at the funeral. Oh, like that. Yeah. And I, I live for the looks. Like I live the for looks, those. They just they kill. Like slay, kill slay, son. So yeah, that's my culture vault. Okay. So don't forget to watch it. Tune into. I think it's on VH1 February twenty eighth. I don't know what time it come on. I should have kept this all up. I was in Utah and like the biggest pop. This I was working with this girl Erin. Shout out to Erin if you hear this, but she was so funny. We were like we would be working evening shifts, and she was like, "I literally can't do this anymore. I'm literally missing RuPaul's Drag Race. It's serious, and my phone is going off, and I do not need this right now." She was genuinely stressed. And it was the funniest thing to, it's to just watch. It is stressful, obviously. I mean, I'm one person. I love when things get spoiled. I love knowing who wins before I watch or the plot or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not going to affect nothing for me. But she was a person who was like, if I know who went home, my life is over. <laughs> and wow. she, she was just so funny with it. But yeah. My cultural, I have two cultural today. Pick one, baby girl, pick one. Why do I have to pick one? Because then people will start expecting two, and it, it really makes me feel inadequate when I can't come up with one. So pick one. I mean, okay, so I guess I'll go with just gym class heroes. This, um, <gasps> What? What they been doing? They actually went on tour last summer. I just really woke up one morning, and I was like, I need to listen to gym class heroes. I was like, I was like, why does like Paper Cut Chronicles go? It like, does. As cruel as school children are, like that, I like. I was listening to Sloppy Love Jingles Part One, Two, and Three, mm-hmm. I, and it's like literally just spoken word poetry into the mic, and it's just so beautiful. And then like obviously I listened to like the later stuff like The Quilt. I did Paper Cut Chronicles Two. Yeah. Wasn't really like my favorite favorite. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I just went on Travis McCoy's Instagram and they were they've still been. To- I was like I need to go to a gym class heroes concert. Are they still touring? And then I looked and they were literally on tour last year like wow, last that's September. Crazy. I remember that was our first um ever concert. Yeah, when I was turning sixteen, you were thirteen, uh-huh. and Dasashi threw his um 
guitar pick and I was like, who just threw something at me? And I looked down and the guitar pick's there and I'm like, this is the epicest birthday. I remember it was epic for us and then also I tell people like, yeah, I left the Roots concert early. And it's so crazy. Growing up now, knowing who the Roots are. I feel like so. We stayed for Estelle. Like we like saw gym class. And then it's like all these grown ups like so hyped to be seeing the Roots and we're like, all right, we're ready to go home yeah, now. Like we're good. Questlove, oh, we're good. I was like, who? What are these people the over there? Honestly, Afro I wanted so to big. stay. I wanted to stay, but the other person we were with, like, was not. Yeah, I was like, that okay, because I could have stayed. But. I wanted to stay genuinely, and we like saw a good amount of this show, but we did miss a lot. And I remember just like he was like, put up the peace sign, put the index down. Right, and, and I remember looking at, looking each, at other, each other. Like, we were like, "Do are we, we do it?" To do this? I was thirteen years old. I was like, "Do I put my middle we finger like, up?" Yeah, no adults. Screw it. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I just I I think I had purple hair. <laughs> I had orange hair, and so. I had on like. <laughs> I, I, that's, that was my yearbook photo too that year. Man, I had orange hair. That was rough. We really thought we were like little scene kids. Oh my um, gosh. I was a scene kid. I had like some type of. I like had. It could have been the Legos or the uh, the Avengers. It was the Avengers on my shirt. Wow. Could you imagine now? Look at us now. That's wild. <laughs> Who loves bro. the Avengers more? You do, Oh, my girl. gosh. You do. I remember I would always have twall over it on my head to write love on her arm. I thought I was going to get that tatted. <laughs> Me too. Funny enough, I just started, like, re-listening to, like, um, Evanescence and Flyleaf. And oh, I was listening Fly to them at work Leaf. the other day. So, yeah, it's, I was like, wow, I was a scene kid. It's Yeah, because I, like, I have a YouTube playlist of, like, bands that were going to perform at Warped Tour the year I wanted to go or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was like, who are these? I remember the Pretty Reckless was playing that year. Wow. Like, yep. it was it was hectic. It was like a, a, a day for tomorrow or something. I, wow. It, I just look back and I think about that time and it's crazy. But Gym Class Heroes is definitely, I would have to go with as my, like, culture vote. It's go it, like. And I would say Paper Chronicles or As Cruel School Children Are, I, either album I recommend. Biter's Block is still one of my favorite songs. Kid uh, Kid Nothing versus Eco Factor. Like, yeah. they're, they had so many good songs. I'm going to insert any one of the songs um, just to give you a vibe. I couldn't help but to notice how alone you are I dig the attitude and how you acting like you own the bar Got me flashing keys and I don't even own a car Front like you ain't feeling my charm because I know you are I'm trying to see how your lips feel oh, I'm sorry, my name is Travi and I'm pretty much a big deal Oh, you never heard of me? Hmm. That sounds absurd to me Wait, you stole my attention, was flat out burglary Alright, since we're talking about February, we're talking about Valentine's Day, obviously I have just a question for you What's your favorite, like, Valentine's Day movie? Um... So I don't think this is my favorite Valentine's Day movie, but like one of the first rom coms that like pops into my head is um what's the one with Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake? Just Friends. Just Friends. Or um the one with That was the same plot with her husband. No strings attached? No no strings oh. attached was way worse. So don't even do that. I think it's actually It came switched. out around the same time and it was a hot mess. I think it's funny because they're married now, but Yeah, but it was a hot mess. That movie wasn't good. So that movie or the one with Katherine Heigl and um The Proposal? Gerard. No, Gerard Butler. Um The Ugly Truth. The Ugly Truth. Those two just popped in my head yeah. right now and that was a good yeah. that was a good one. The ugly truth. The ugly was really truth good. was that was that was a good one. I usually don't like Katherine Heigl. I don't like her I don't think I like her as a person. 
I mean, I can't say that I've never met her, but, like, as an actress, I usually don't like her. Mm-hmm. But I do love her in rom-coms. I love um, Killers. Oh, I never seen Killers that. with Ashton Kutcher. Uh-huh. It's so funny. It's so funny. I love it. I, I just rewatched it on the plane, like, the other day. It was amazing. Mine was going to be um, A Walk to Remember. Girl, you watched it on Valentine's Day? Whew, child. Yeah, I watched it on Valentine's Day. I cried, obviously. And then I also watched uh, Love, Rosie and Princess Bride. Princess Bride? Wow, that's a, that's a classic. Yeah. As you wish. So, yeah, Princess Bride, always a banger. Always inconceivable. inconceivable. Um, <laughs> what about? <laughs> yeah, that movie is funny. What about music? Let's get your Valentine's Day take. Because there's a song that just dropped that... I think I've I've really loved listening to like near Valentine's Day. Which one? I don't really I don't have a song that pops into mind. Not into mind. Niall Horn and Julia Michaels just dropped a song called What a uh, What a Time. Oh no, I still wanna reminisce. I think of the night in the park, it was getting dark and we stayed for hours. What a time, what a time, what a time. Oh, he's still making music. Yeah, he's so grown up. His hair is brown now. Thank he plays God. golf. He is so cute. I like, I cried a little bit. I like wake up at night and I like, I like tweeted this. I was like, I wake up at night and I wonder what now Horn's doing. And I just listen to a little of his music and I'm just calmed. And I'm like, I feel like I was heavily a part of him growing up to be the man that he was. Even though I wasn't, you know, I'm not stupid. I know I wasn't, but. I mean, they were a huge part of her. I don't even know. Our ridiculousness. Yeah. Don't even. Nah, I was just cooking yesterday about like, she's like, I feel like One Direction was real big when my sister was into them. And I was grown. So I don't know why you like them. I mean, let's not forget our summer of. <laughs> Balling out. Wasted money on One Direction. Wasted $1,000. Wow. $1,000. That means that meant have, nothing to me at the time. The have and the have not. That was when I was making money and you were broke. Yeah, I remember. The good old days. The good, the good old days. <laughs> I, you don't know how much I wish we could go back to that. Why? Like, I mean, I love getting money from you. Don't get me wrong. It's my favorite pastime, but like. I love getting money from you. <laughs> oh, what does that make us? Gold diggers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the song that pops into my head. And I was also thinking about like sloppy love jingle. I already said that though, but Yeah, I don't I don't really think much about Valentine's Day though. You yeah. don't think about Cupid Cho- Cupid's chokehold? I think But Cupid got me in a chokehold. About that all the time and I get angry at Katy Perry. No. I know I've been hated her. She's wild. For all those who knew we hate Katy Perry from the beginning. Exactly. I was like, well, oh, she broke Travis McCoy's heart. Cause she was in the music video that like turned them, you know, that made them I don't really mean, popular. I don't remember the song that made them Cupid's popular. Cupid's chokehold. That's oh, that it is. is it. She was in the video being the girl, and, the, and then she yeah. broke his heart. He literally wrote the song for her, and then he was the one who was like, yeah, you should put out "I Kiss the Girl." Like, you should do that. Yeah, he was. She was from a heavily Christian background. She was making like thinking of you and this stuff. And he was like, nah, put that thing out, dog. She, she did, and then she left him for Russell Brand. Yeah, see how that turned out. Never forget. Well, now she's engaged to Orlando Bloom, so whatever. Her life's Ew. going great. And also, since we're talking about couples for a second, uh, Gwen, uh, Gwen Stefani. Huh. Lady Gaga. Uh. Lady Gaga broke up her engagement. 
with her, um, I don't know what his name is, but with her uh, fiance. Why? We don't know. And everyone's like, we hope it's because she's going to run off with Bradley Cooper. No, is he But he married? has a baby and a wife. We Everyone forgets that. That's the thing that me and my friend Naya were just talking about. It. Everyone forgets he has a baby and a wife. Like, this is like you're trying to home wreck a marriage, not even for your own sake, for Lady Gaga's sake. That's whack. Because, <laughs> like, obviously you see their chemistry in The Star is Born. And, like... Yeah, everyone keeps talking about how she keeps throwing herself at that man's feet every time they sing. Uh, I think they're about to sing at the Oscars. They are. (laughs) So, are we witnessing a potential live affair in the flesh? It's weird, because, like, she was, like, literally on her knees while he was singing at the in vegas and she like she's so appreciative to him which is amazing but like someone wrote a tweet and i feel this way so hard i'm like she makes it sound like she was just nobody sis you were lady gaga right he chose you to play a pop star right you're a pop star who played a pop star like not literally had a whole career like you were a new york based pop star who now had to go and play a california based pop star it wasn't that far of a stretch like you act like he was like he picked you from rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> like it just to me, like it's just funny to think about. She's on drugs, but hey girl, I ain't even mad at her. She in love love. She think yeah. she said, Oh, you were a church. <laughs> Sorry, I like that. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I be trying to give Brandy the legend status. But she always Why? plays herself. Why would Brandy's you actually, ever want to give Brandy the legend Brandy's status? Brandy's a legend if you think about it. That is not correct. Is she, she, got, she got, got... I think you're misusing the word legend. She's not like a she's, Whitney Houston legend, but she's... I mean, that's what a legend is, though. Like a legend... Okay, Beyonce's not a legend yet. Beyonce's not a legend yet. Okay, so... Well, Beyonce's she's like, iconic. She's okay, not a legend so yet. Okay, so Brandy... Don't even put Brandy on. No, no, no. Do not put Brandy and Beyonce on. No, she shouldn't. I'm not saying she's on the same level as Beyonce, but Brandy Brandy has done for the culture musically some great things, especially in the 90s. Like, we're not going to discredit her, Moesha, and all that Like, okay, more of the story. You had one little show and a couple albums to follow, and then you disappeared. That is not iconic. More of the story is she be Sis, playing herself, and now. She's literally the worst singer on Star. Like, the worst singer on Star. Well, guess what? I said. Now, even though I love her music, I don't play it because I said I'm not giving her any of my coins from these plays. So she sound like someone who just is done with Kanye. That's what she sound like. I mean, I'm done with her. I left a comment on her page. Well, I left it on the shade room because I felt like if I left it on her page, she would block me. So I, mean, I was she like, might oh. see you and be like, oh, it's me. I was like, oh, but what happened to the vocal cords that was on broken? What happened? But now you remastering Brandy. Do Bye, you really girl. Need to- remaster do you need to sing it again to remaster she's trying to be like jojo everyone does that like you know how jojo redid her first album and apparently it was like heat no, and now people are doing I, it. I stopped paying attention to jojo i did too but the comments let me know that jojo started a trend so got it too little too late i mean remastering has been a trend since forever yeah, that's all i'm saying and it usually doesn't story. involve I mean, album. so she, I guess not remastering is the she's right. She's redoing. She's redoing, yeah. And she's like doing all these extra runs and stuff. And I'm like, oh, but you said you had laryngitis and phlebitis and all the itises in your, in your throat, girl. She like made it seem like if I talked one more moment, I may never speak again. Like, <laughs> if y'all ever go read, read the comment. I mean, but like, she, she's, she still has to save her voice for Star. Like, I don't care. She's fired. That. And I really like, I had tweeted that day about how everyone would be trying to play her, but she still 
lit. I take it back. I don't, yeah, take it back. I don't even know why you defend her so vehemently. Like, she was such an iconic moving force in R&B. You know what's so funny? <laughs> when everyone was like, you guys are going to go see Brandy? They was like, why? why? <laughs> that was my first question. And I was like, because Tosin likes her. I'm like, y'all don't crank Brandy in 2018, No, no one cranks Brandy. It's just People me. didn't crank Brandy when she dropped albums. That's why she stopped making music, dude. Dang. I was a huge fan. She's I know you, you were a fan because you sounded and looked like her. That's why you thought you were a She's fan. She's canceled. So. Obviously. All right. Sorry. You're crazy. Now back to our show. Wild. Okay. Since we're talking about pop stars, we're actually gonna go into our first topic of the day. Dang, we didn't even hit the topic. No, we didn't even hit the topics because you wanted to go on a rant about Brandy. <laughs> you could cut that out. That was just therapeutic <laughs> for me. I'm so sorry. Um, we're gonna talk about Ariana Grande. We're not gonna Lord. talk long about her because. Lord. You know, she got her rise to fame. Not not a lot of people know this, but I've been an Ariana Grande stan since childhood. Yeah. She was, like, one of the first Broadway shows that I ever, like, saw. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, 13 musical with her and Liz Gillis. And then they were on um, Victorious, mm-hmm. obviously. And she was, I was always like, why are they making Victoria Justice sing when they have the pipes of Ariana Grande? It doesn't make sense to me. And then I realized the whole, the whole internet agreed with me. <laughs> they were like, why do we keep listening to sis sing when you have this whole plethora? You have Liz Gillis, who sings Broadway standards like a champion. Not on my knees and pray. You have Ariana Grande, who could literally do any style of music. Like, you had Leon Thomas, who's, like, putting out bangers. Got the thing that I've been chasing, waiting for. Hey, give me more, give me more of that good Even the guy who played Robbie Shapiro, Matt, was, like, pretty good with warbling a tune. Ooh. It was just kind of wild. He could sing. Yeah, he sing pretty well. And they, they those three are the ones who hang out the most. Like, Ariana Grande, Liz Gillis, and Matt Bennett. Matt Bennett. Mm-hmm. They, like, they all still hang out. And it's so cute. Like, it, it's just so cute. Like, I think Liz Gillis just put up a post where she was, like, of her and Ariana. And she was like, I can't wait till we're 75 back on Broadway and cut Raising Hell. Like, it's just really cute. But that's how she kind of got her start. And, like, my question is... Do you think tragedy made her more relatable and, like, kind of catapulted her into this insane year that she's having now? Because no. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean no? Continue your question. I mean, I'm saying because, like, recently she's gotten the one, number one, number two, and number three spot on the Billboard Hot 100, yeah. which was only last done by the Beatles and then never done by a solo artist before. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of black people find her problematic, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Seven Rings, that was a problematic... Um, just... Um, yeah, people find her, black people especially find her problematic because, you know that term black fishing? I don't think everyone yeah. uses it so much, but they I kind think, of refer to her as such. Yeah. And it's like, when you think about the music she started out with, which I feel like was, you know, but her brand even, and her image. But even before that, that's what I'm saying, because I think it's because I knew her when she was like, like, beginning victorious. If you like listen to the covers that she would put out on YouTube, she was singing India Irie, here's a clip of that. Ba, 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 
Yeah, she was like, she was kind of singing the kind of music that, that's not the kind of music she makes now specifically, but it was, I guess you could call it black music that she was singing before. Yeah, I don't know. I'm an Ariana Grande fan. I just feel like the direction in which she's taking her music. I can see how, like, people find her problematic, obviously. Like, especially with, like, a lot of the music that she's putting out now, how different it is. Honestly, the album was not great. Um, It was It just seemed like she wanted an album to put Thank You Next on. Yeah, the song was called, I mean, the album was named Thank You Next, right? Yeah. I think she should have just left that as a standalone single because it did really good. I mean, obviously it's done her good. She won number two and three. I don't know how. um, What is that stupid? I'm so sorry. What is it? Something about your boyfriend. Um, uh, Oh, I don't like Break up with your girlfriend because I'm I'm bored. bored. Yeah, that song's trash. But it's number three in the country, so... I don't know why. It's, the music video must be good, because there's oh a video. Yeah, Charlie, I watch Charlie uh, what's his name? Charlie Melton from Riverdale? Love him. We, he's going to be in the new movie with Yara Shahadi, the Asian guy. Oh, oh, oh. The, he's in the music video. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's obviously, like, a banger, but, like, it's... I think... You don't think tragedy has any part to play, because... Not only did the whole Mac Miller thing, we always we always forget that she also was the one in the Manchester shooting. I don't forget that. I would also like to side note that, as I said, I went back and listened to episodes of the podcast, and you were like, oh my God, Pete and Ariana are going to go together. And I Listen, He's dating somebody else now. He, yeah, I don't... Listen, Pete Davidson has an attention span of a fly, so yeah, I'm not going to expect him to like just be waiting around for Ariana, especially like... Yeah, he's, like, so obviously. But I think, th- I still think that they're, like, they have a chance. Do you know there's a, there was an alternate version of Thank You Next where her and Pete got married? Not Why? the music video, like, the song. Like, a whole alternate version. Because her and Pete were, like, going back and forth, like, getting back together and breaking up. I really think that they were, like, they were good for each other. And, you know, even, like, even now they still ride for each other. Even though he covered up his tattoo with the word cursed. <laughs> Um, sometimes you be feeling like that. I mean, so obviously, sometimes you be feeling unlucky in love, you know. But you know, I feel like I still, I still, sh- I still ship them, and I still feel like they make a great couple. So I, I regret nothing. I regret nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, she's always made good music. I always wish she would enunciate more. But overall. I don't know, like... You don't think her tragedy had anything to play with her becoming the biggest artist in the world right now? I think it probably just made her feel like, like, realize, you know what, I should just do whatever I want because nothing's promised. And so maybe she has been wanting to experiment with these types of sounds and stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not impressed. (laughs) I'm not impressed. She literally has the lyrics in her song. It's like... Been through some bad shit. I should be a savage. Who would have known that turned me to a savage? That's literally her lyric. I feel like if that doesn't scream tragedy, shake it off. Like, you know, tragedy will catapult me. Nothing does. You know? That's what I think about it. And, like, I'm not saying that, like, everyone needs to go through tragedy to become a fantastic artist or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I do think that highly played a role in her, like... Music everything and her everything. Yeah, like I said, I just think it makes her feel like. I think sweetener was a direct like correlation to Manchester, and then thank you mm. next is a direct correlation to 
Mac Miller and Pete Davidson. Well, let's just hope nothing else happens to her, cause I don't like the direction she's going in. I mean, she 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 said she was on James Corden the other night. She was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." She's like, "I'm sick of my own voice. I'm gonna go away soon." So, but she's going outdoor. She's coming to Maryland. Uh, she's going outdoor. She's coming, she's coming to the DMV. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not gonna go see her concert, but yeah, I just think it's crazy though that she beat the Beatles. Like that's something. That's an insane feat to, like, have. If you think about it. Um, didn't, didn't Drake say on the song, I got more slaps than the Beatles, dog. Is it really that hard these days? <laughs> I mean, obviously Drake didn't do it, so. He didn't? No, he didn't. Why would he say it if he didn't do it? If he said it, he meant it. Drake must have done it. <laughs> Drake, mu- he must have. He must have. He must have. Oh my gosh, we were talking with our friend Isle, actually, about, um, Drake and have how he has always has a hit in his back pocket, like and it just seems like he 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 just has like a plethora of work that's just always is just ready to slap someone in the face with a plethora of work. Yes, cause he does. Drake, I was listening to um, was it? Cause everybody Brilliant lost their mind Brilliant when he dropped idiots. them. He uh-huh. when he dropped, they're like everybody's losing their mind over an old mixtape. Like yeah, like I don't know, like. Charlemagne said it like so, and he's referred to it a lot like he's just had a really strong like no one's had a really long stretch like that in a hot minute where the radio still messes with you people still press to use your verses as a caption you got throwaways you got this you got that so it's just I don't know what the formula that Drake found the secret sauce that Mr. Krabs uses in the Krabby Patty but but I, I yeah. mean, yeah, but I, but I, like, tying it back to Ariana Grande, I was like, Drake is definitely the number one person to do that, like, to just have a secret song in the back pocket at all times. But I feel like or the only other artist to, like, really, really do that, like, that's not, like, an old school artist, but artists that really, really do that is, like, Rihanna and Ariana Grande. I feel like those two are the only other two artists I can really think of that always have, like, a song in the back pocket. yeah. You know, just yeah. for a song for any occasion, just in case. Yeah, that's true. But Drake does it Do you it think of anyone else? I mean, Drake Drake does it on another level. Drake will have a whole album ready to slap somebody down. Like, right. he, will, he will literally have mixtapes just to silence you. Like, <laughs> for, for no reason. Don't get me wrong. I feel like Rihanna, Rihanna will have a couple, and then Ariana Grande will have, like, two or three if she needs them quickly, you know? But Drake will have whole albums ready. I feel like if you walk into his house, like this is how I feel. If you walk into his house, he has a library of people he just wants to body and the albums that he will use to body them. Like, he's just prepared. He's a Boy Scout at that point. Facts. So our next topic is, we were talking about this on the phone, and I really wanted to talk to you about this on the podcast. We're talking about Netflix. Yeah, man. We had this long conversation, and I was like, bro, this is a podcast episode. Like, yeah, so I was like, this is a lo- this is a good convo. Like this is podcast worthy. I should not be here on the phone with you having this, and we're not recording this. So yeah, I'm glad you brought it back. I hope we can like do it justice, like our phone convo, because yeah, we was like, hitting. It's basically a question of what is Netflix blowing our money on? Like seriously. So as y'all know, they increased their prices yet again, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like they always do it off the slide off, like. 
oh, it's going to be $1, $2. And I don't even remember them sending any emails before. I just saw the email for this one this time. It's just like, bro, like, at what point am I about to be getting up to $20.99 to provide uh, Netflix for part, the whole squad? At what point are we at title prices? Like, Really? Facts. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. And, like, if you really think about it, the, the thing I just read yesterday they are, like, in a wave of canceling a bunch of stuff. Friends from college, the show you just started to <gasps> like, they canceled it. Congratulations. Yesterday, they canceled it. They what? canceled Jessica Jones. They canceled Daredevil. They canceled all the Marvel ones because they can't afford to keep them anymore because Marvel's starting their own streaming service. Not Marvel, but Disney is starting their own streaming service. And as we know, Disney owns everything. So Disney's just, like, they were... I feel like this is a direct result of, like, Netflix poaching Shonda Rhimes uh-huh. and Disney was like oh you're gonna take Shonda Rhimes like cause Disney and ABC are the same they're like oh you're gonna take Shonda Rhimes from us well, we're just gonna take back all of our properties from you that's wild so all of those shows are cancelled Punisher Defenders Iron Fist Luke Cage Jessica Jones all, all Daredevil all their big Marvel hitters gone all these streaming services are popping up out of nowhere and it's a crazy thought to, like, what is Netflix actually putting our money towards? Because I have not, like, they they haven't given me true quality original content in a while, if I'm being very honest. Like, I love my good Korean dramas, but I'm not paying Netflix just to watch my Korean dramas and my Spanish soaps. And it's, but it brings up the question of, like, what's our other option? Not having it. Honestly, I don't watch that much on Netflix to begin with. Like, so I don't feel like I'm getting my money's worth. But, like, compared to network TV, like, what can you really do? Oh, I be watching all the TV on TV. But network TV is so, like, flimsy. It's so fleeting. They cancel so much good stuff on the regular basis. Like, I literally made a list because I was, like, not... I was literally not here for it. It was it was just a ridiculous thing. Fox, after one season, canceled The Finder, Pitch, Red Band Society, Rosewood, Second Chance, Terra Nova, Cooper Bear's Guide to Survival, Grandfathered, I Hate My Teenage Daughter, and Mulaney. And they killed off or made terrible choices in the shows of Be- Bones. They killed off Lance Sweeting, Sleepy Hollow. They killed off Abby Miller. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they canceled it, and then NBC bought it. Mindy Project, they canceled it, and then Hulu bought it. Like, it's like, they have, like, the biggest turnover rate. It's ridiculous. They have to, like, sell off their shows because people get so pissed when they cancel great shows. And they're that's why they're, like, to me, they're, like, not to be trusted at all. They cancel great shows after one season, or they just totally trash and ruin like other shows or they just throw out shows and then other people have to go pick up their mess yeah which is wild because it's like you get invested into a show you're like oh bet one two seasons and all of a sudden no reason the first time i think i experienced that was with that movie with that tv show um it was the one where the guy he can like read micro expressions uh deception no deception was the magician lie to me it, he can do micro expressions. That joke was so tough. There's no show like out there like that. And then they canceled it after three seasons. Deception. It ended on a cliffhanger, and That's then the it's worst. not coming back. Baby Daddy had to rush and wrap stuff up, which still kind of ended on. A cliffhanger. I hate freeform. I I sorry. I may work at ABC one day. I may work at. I really wish they would just give me freeform to fix because <laughs> they just went about that all 
wrong. They 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 distance themselves from their original demographic by deleting deleting by canceling shows like Baby Daddy, like Young and Hungry, like what was their bread and butter of their Wednesday night comedies, mm-hmm. and then they just rushed into other shows that were making them kind of like bank like Pretty Little Liars. They just kept going and yeah. now they have a spin-off yeah, for that which now? I don't know why they have that yeah like why like absolutely why and then like but they also canceled shows like twisted literally that when they changed their name they canceled most of their programming which was a lot of the good shows to be honest and I didn't really understand like now if you think about it they only have a certain amount of limited shows and I guess like because now they have like free form they're trying to be more guided adult. toward a yeah adult audience but it's like but the the programming they had before was way more towards uh, the audience that they wanted exactly so i don't understand whose decision that was to be like you know what all of this gotta Probably go the same person who let shonda rhimes go like let's be real here i mean if they can't come up with a bread to match what I they mean, gonna obviously do? but like shonda wouldn't have left the shoe and feel some type of way obviously you think so i definitely feel so Why? i feel like why would she feel away? Because they cut I some mean, of her shows? They canceled Still Star Cross. Was it getting traction, though? Because, like, I, I mean, know, I it has watching a, it. It has a cult following. Like, people still talk about it on Tumblr. Like, people are, like, people are, like, hoping that she brings it back on Netflix somehow. Like, and they also killed that one off on... They literally sentenced the, the main character to death and then canceled the show. So we never know if he died or not. We never know what happens to her. Like, they kissed... The two, the main two characters fell in love and kissed, and then they sentenced him to death, and then they were like, that's next it. time. And then there was never a next time. Dang, that's wild. They, and that's what I'm saying, like, that's why I, I don't feel like we can't trust, you know, you can't really put your faith in these network TV shows, because Netflix is often, like, Netflix and NBC, a lot of the times are often, like, the saviors mm-hmm. like just now lucifer got renewed for like a fourth season or a third season or whatever and like that again had a cult following people love the show but for some reason it got canceled so netflix picked it up to put it on their platform and they realized that people were watching it a lot over and over again mm-hmm. and they were like well let's give it another season hmm. and that's why netflix always comes in looking like the good guy because these these People throw away great shows, and Netflix is like, well, I'll give you another chance. And then here we are in a situation where they can't afford it. Exactly. And now they're doing things like cutting off the great original content that they created or having to get rid of the movies that people go to Netflix for. Like, a lot of the movies, like, I guess, I think all the Jurassic Parks are gone now. Like, a lot of the classic movies that were on Netflix, they can't afford to keep anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously with them becoming such a big giant, it's now enticing other people to do other things. So now we have not only just like Netflix, Hulu, HBO streaming services. Now Disney is starting their own streaming service and uh, DC has started their own streaming service. So like now it's even more separated and bringing it back to like jessica jones like luke cage the defenders the punisher stuff like that there was like plans for electric to get her own show like what happens to all of those shows it's not like you can just pick up the show from netflix and bring it over to your streaming service and have all the same actors like keep going you can Mm -hmm. like remake it 
but it's not going to be the same as it was before. They're not smart. They're not smart because... Who? Netflix or Disney? Everybody. Everybody. Because it's like, it's creating all these different... Because um, everyone wants the a piece word? of the pie. Exactly. So now I have to have 700 million subscriptions. I can't keep up with the ones I have now. And I only have, you know, a limited amount. But it's like, no, I can't. I can't keep up. And, like, I don't know. There was at one point where the move from regular television to these streaming platforms because it's like you can access all this stuff anyways was like a huge wave at this point in the game to me it's like it's almost in a way like making a push back to regular tv like if it's going to be more convenient for me to have a cable subscription and get all the shows then i'm not going to be paying because like how we said netflix is now up to like what I don't. I think I'll be like fifteen ninety nine, sixteen ninety nine for the unlimited, whatever. That's basically twenty dollars. Rounding up, yeah, seventy nine, seven ninety nine. Yeah, like, like I gotta With go get it. I still gotta have my Amazon Prime. Like I still gotta have my ASOS two days. So like I'm gonna have to. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm Your gonna Apple start. Music. Yeah, I'm gonna start picking and choosing. All right. This this streaming is this service is it? gonna have to go. This yeah. streaming service is gonna like you know what? It's cheaper one? to get TV cable and a house phone that I won't use. Like the DC one, it's it it that that was the first for me. That was the first big move to show what people were gonna do. Like as to what denominations were gonna start trying to create their own streaming service, and I was just like it. To me, it was like. Now you have to go out of your way to create original content to put on that platform because if you don't, then no one's gonna pay for no one's gonna pay for your a subscription to things that they can just pay cable for and watch all at once. That was the whole appeal of Netflix in the first place. Exactly, that everything was in one place, and then the only reason why Hulu came in and kind of succeeded was because Hulu had a quicker turnaround than Netflix. That was the appeal of Hulu. Like, so between Netflix and Hulu, what are you really doing but hindering your audience? No one is going to pay for this Disney subscription service. Like, what are you going to watch that you can't just watch on cable? What is going to be on this Disney subscription service? Like, I get it. Marvel is really hot right now. But even now, Marvel is starting to die down because, like... We riding the wave on down. Because, like, all their big stars are leaving. Their contracts are up. Like, what's going to happen with the next Thor movie? They don't got Chris Hemsworth. I'm just going to watch Valkyrie do what? Cry. Cry? She's not going to cry, obviously. She's going to drink. Let's be real here. Oh, side note, I met Tessa, and she's the nicest person ever. Also very tiny. Really? Yes, she's so tiny and she's so sweet. And she recognized me. She was like, hi, it's nice to see you again. How'd she recognize you? Because I worked the door. I was at Sundance Uh. and I worked the pass holder door. So she saw me a lot of the times. So she would come in to see the movies and she would come through the pass holder door. And, you know, so she saw me often. And then I went to her panel and she literally, like, stopped me and was like, hi, it's so nice to see you again. And she, like, shook my hand and she walked away. She's so tiny. She was so sweet. She was so funny. I love her so much. <laughs> You're funny. Like, I'm, I'm real easy to, like, just buy into things. I love her so much. But, um, anyways, back to where it's, oh, and I saw Jesse Williams. That was another side note. Stay woke. <laughs> he's, he's adorable as well. I, I saw so many people. Anyways, back to what we're talking about. Yeah. So, um, more of the story is, 
and and everything's gonna crumble the world is coming the, to world, end. the world's coming to end literally and i went to sundance okay and literally amazon bought everything i believe it did everything. you see the article i didn't even read the they, article because i didn't click on it to piss myself off how they didn't pay any federal taxes oh yeah don't even i didn't click it i don't know if it's true or false but if whatever <sighs> Whatever. Amazon, wow. I almost emailed them, like, y'all hiring pharmacists? <laughs> For real. It was an automated message, but I was going to reply anyways and try my luck. <laughs> what? I mean, they might, uh, honestly, they might start in Son. Amazon pantries, start doing medication. Oh, you didn't know they were actually getting into the med biz? Oh, wow. No, no that's a real thing. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> that is so wild. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they bought everything. They bought all, of, like, the top prizes. They bought Shia LaBeouf's movie. Which was amazing and made me cry. They bought Britney Runs a Marathon. They bought um, they bought Mindy Kaling's movie Late Night, which Dang, was. I need to make a movie. Honestly, they might buy it. Like out of everyone, they absolutely top spent everyone out, and like that's just the more movies that are going to be put that are either going to go to theaters. We hope and we pray to God, and maybe we can see it that way. But if not, are just gonna go to Amazon, and you gotta have an Amazon Prime to watch. Man, it better be free on the Prime because I have the Prime, and a lot of the movies so far that I've been trying to click on, I gotta rent. I'm like, it better be free. It's stressful. It's so stressful. It, everyone's trying to finesse you out your dollars at this day and age, and it's like, why are this you, new tax not, reform it's, already? It's, honestly, it's like you're not hurting for money. Like you're not. Like Bezo, you're not hurting for money. Why are you? Why do you have this many things on Amazon? For rent, like it's it's legit. Stressful. Like, what do I pay the prime for? Student edition. <laughs> Wild. Anyways, but yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of crazy how everyone. You're right. Everyone is trying to finesse you out of your dollar. Like Disney is going down, and they're trying to take us with them. And I'm not <laughs> appreciative of it. Like I love I love Disney. I'm a Disney and Nickelodeon kid. Like, but both. I recently watched a video of Josh Peck and Drake Bell, and they were watching their old like episodes of. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they're watching their old episodes of Drake and Josh, and they were just like, they were just like, why did we never address how stupid Drake is? Like, he couldn't live by himself. He would have to stay in a home. How stupid he is! Like, they would literally. It was hilarious. But like, I'm a I'm a di- hardcore Disney and Nickelodeon kid, mm-hmm. but I cannot condone the the I don't I don't want to curse like the nonsense that's going on. Like it's the, gonna bite everyone in the butt because, like I said, everyone's is. gonna be like, "I need to pick or choose which one is." People more are important. just gonna start watching things illegally. I've already started. I'm not even gonna lie. I know maybe come take me away, but like, I like I was not about to pay money for the DC streaming service so I can watch a couple episodes of the new Teen Titan that wasn't even that lit. Like, I'm not about to pay money to Disney streaming service so I can see Agents of Shield. When it fell off in the third season. Let's be real here. Like, you don't have any hold on me. It's not like with Netflix where, like, it's a plethora of of options from all different walks of life. Like, it's not like that. It's not like Hulu where I get the quickest turnaround for TV shows that are quickly coming out. Like, at right, right now. It's not like that. It's literally you trying to sell me BS that I don't watch. Or that I did watch on a different streaming service, and now I'm just getting resentful, and now I'm just gonna spite you and not buy it. Like, j- even if I what would have, I'm not gonna do it now. You've pissed me off. You done woke the beast. 
Girl, bye. You not even serious. I'm very serious. <laughs> and whoever hears this, I really hope they give me freeform soon because there needs to be some serious reform in that. Like, like freeform, that pissed me off. Like, that's the one that really, like, I don't, I don't condone Fox's nonsense either. Freeform pissed me off because they literally canceled everything. They canceled everything in the sake of having a new name so they could rebrand. And the rebrand wasn't even worth it. Like, let's be real here. No one cares, Freeform. You're still ABC Family. Right. With less good shows. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> like, it's just, it was just a ridiculous thought. I don't know. That was, that's just my take on it. What is your final thoughts on it? I watch cable now. DVR is nice. I'm about to call files. I told you I hate them because it's lately it hasn't been recording the shows on DVR. But honestly, yeah, like that's just one subscription where everything's at and I can record it and watch it whenever I want or rewind it and freeze it and pause it. So, I mean, they got some okay free movies on there. Y'all, I finally watched The Hate You Give. Oh my God, it was so good. I love the scene where he's like, I gave you power in your name. Use it. Seven perfection. It's so funny because now I know who you, when you were like, oh, this guy that's on my husband list plays seven. And now I'm like, I was loving him in the movie. So I was like, oh my yeah. God. I went back and listened to the episode I told you. Yeah. So now everything makes sense now. Yeah. So yeah, I like seven. Oh yeah. Seven perfection. It's okay. Starlight, Sakani, Joy. Use it. My part was just when the baby had the gun. Oh, sit. Oh. oh no, not the baby. Not the baby. Not Don't the, shoot. Not Don't the shoot joy. the baby. I said, Jesus. I, the, part, the only part of that movie that really upsets me is when she explains it. Like, that that voiceover part where she's like, look at Sakani. He's the kid. Like, the, like, the oh, hate yeah. you give. Every, the hate you give. He's the little infant. <laughs> and she just I hated the part when it. she was like, he lived. He lived. Oh, the whole I said, no, girl, you didn't even tell what happened. You didn't tell how that man shot him. You didn't tell how he was I, mean to you and put you on the floor by the time. So the difference between the book and the movie, she beat up Sabrina Carpenter's character. And she the, should have. Honestly, I, I, I was like, I would have. I wanted to be. And Sabrina Carpenter's character was way more racist towards the Asian girl. Like I believe it. It I was, was like, oh, look at white people. I, my, I also wanted her to be like, this is what it's like. To have someone with a gun in your face screaming at you to stay on the ground and imagine your best your friend is bleeding out next to you. Like I wanted her to like get the gory details and tell sis what was real. Yeah. Because she's out here laying on the floor crying about a hairbrush. What? Sorry, I didn't mean this to segue about all this, by the way. Sorry, I think you yeah. just asked we, me about We already covered thoughts. this. Yeah, so basically <laughs> I I think the cable subscription that I have is gonna suffice. And Hulu, sorry. I mean, I have Hulu, so you can always have it. I'm not, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get rid of my Hulu anytime soon. I don't know. Because it's just, I mean, actually, yesterday, uh, The Gifted is a show that I watch. I really love it. Andy Strucker is my spirit animal. Him and his sister, Andy and Lauren, they're finally reunited. Um, it made me so happy. I think I might actually cry. I'm sorry. But The Gifted is a show I watch. And usually on for Hulu, like, 5 a.m., you can watch whatever happened last night. Like, when 5 a.m. hit. And 5 a.m. hit, and I couldn't. And I almost lost my... I Like, the privilege that I just thought back about, like, that I have, 
that we that we have now that we can get upset about stuff like that. But I I almost like threw my phone and went to my, did my best mom like mom looking for the manager called Hulu up and like it's five a.m. Where is the show? What are you doing to me? I waited up until 5 a.m. to see this, and it's not here. Like, I was really going to go up. I was like, Blackish is here, but The Gifted isn't here. What's going on? Like, I was really about to get heated with the people at Hulu at 5 a.m. But, yeah, I was just, it's just, TV's, only TV can save us, let's be real here, and my faith isn't great in them because they make terrible decision choices. <laughs> so... You know, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I kind of it's it sucks because like that's my bread and butter, like t like TV shows. I've just like given up and I've started watching Hispanic shows. Rena la flow. Bye. And this has been an episode of Don't Worry, Stay Tuned. You can reach us at DW Stay Tuned on Twitter or at Don't Worry, Stay Tuned on Instagram. Thank you for joining us. Have a great night.